DJ King Kong. Your curiosity quest starts here. Hey, welcome in everybody to another episode of the QCO podcast with your hosts Danny, Travis, and Alan here. Just want to, you know, say it's that time of year where, you know, the leaves have fallen, there's a nip in the air, and we're sitting in the back of a garage, freezing our butts off. <laughs> this fine studio <laughs> establishment. I mean, there's nothing, I mean, there's, there's people that are in worse situations than we are, but we just... You know, being here in Utah, you get all four seasons, and during our recording times in the summer, we're sweating, <laughs> and then in the winter, we are freezing. So right now, we are- Even uh, though we do get all four seasons, it's kind of, it's more like, I think we get five months of summer, one month of fall, five months of winter, one month of spring. I don't even think it's like that. It's more like three months of, it's like- 11 months of winter and two weeks <laughs> of summer. Just kidding. That's well, Canada. That's Canada. <laughs> Just the whole country is... All of Canada. All winter, is all the time. freezing cold. Anytime I see a picture of Canada, it looks miserable. <laughs> so um, we've got a good show for you today. Um, now that we're talking about cold weather um i mean i'm kind of jumping out and making an assumption here but uh uh, we are going to be talking about our dream vacations and so maybe some of us are thinking about someplace warmer i don't know but uh what basically what we've done here is we have uh danny and i have created our dream vacations we've plotted them out uh with flights and hotels and and activities and and priced them out so that you know how much it would cost if you wanted to do that yourself. Alan was going to do one, but you know it's kind of hard to price space. You know, a space <laughs> a trip to Mars or just into space. So, for some reason, they don't have a readily available pricing at this moment. I think they do have pricing. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, Alan, on like orbital travel or something like that. Can't you? pay like 250,000 and you might be able to get I swear like when we were in junior high, or not junior high like maybe high school it came out that there was a bunch of celebrities paying buco bucks to get on some rocket ship didn't Lance Bass That's what I was going to say and a Lance Bass from NSync was one of them <laughs> <laughs> This is what I'm going to spend my money on which is fine I mean you'd do the same thing Alan if you had it but yep. I don't ever remember Lance Bass ever going into space I don't know well yeah, I don't do know, you know where he, he is right now He's not in space uh, Well I don't I've never I haven't heard from him in like 20 years so maybe he is yeah, I don't know. He's in he some, could be in space. He's in some <laughs> kind of space. Like, um, but yeah, like when if we were in high school and that was happening, I mean, not to age us, but there was nothing really that was just right on the horizon at that point where you're like, oh yeah, by next year, this is probably going to happen. It would have been definitely like a pipe dream. Like hopefully in my lifetime, if I put my down payment you know, in now, I can go on this flight. I'm thinking like but maybe- now it's much more... I want to put in my thing because it's it's going to happen like next year. I just need to put in my down payment now so I can get on like one of the first Maybe flights. it was a little bit after 
after high school because I feel like back when we were in high school, that was when NSYNC was, was kind of like like you know between ninth and and our senior year. That yeah. was like when NSYNC was like a the, thing. The so it's probably a little bit 2000s. after that um, to where like maybe NSYNC was kind of done because Justin Timberlake was like, screw you fools, I'm better than y'all. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be by myself. And uh, so then Lance Bass was just like, well, I'm never going to get a, a solo contract, so I'm going to go to space. <laughs> well, that's just I do a way know- to get more press i know there's some guy who's paid spacex like millions of dollars to uh be on their first starship that goes around the moon so do they call it a starship Hmm? do they call it a starship now they're calling it the starship before they were calling it the bfr which was like big Big freaking rocket big effing rocket (laughs) but when they would talk to Congress, they would say BFR is Big Falcon Rocket. Because <laughs> <laughs> they have the Falcon, the Falcon, Falcon 9, the, the Falcon Heavy, and they're like, it's the Big Falcon Rocket, Congress. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who the person was that put that money down? Some, I want to say maybe Japanese guy. Some Japanese guy. Yeah. Businessman. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, maybe it's me, and you guys just don't know it. Before we hit uh, hit our main topic, uh, like we always do, we do have a uh, a quick question, which are never that quick. But um, since we're going to be talking about our dream vacations, we kind of want to go the opposite way and talk about maybe a vacation that didn't go so well, and uh, you know. Whether it's a night, you know, we're calling it a nightmare vacation or, or just something along those lines. So anywhere on the spectrum of I had these expectations and they were not met all the way to it was literally hell. Yes. So do you have one, Trav? And where on that spectrum would you say it falls? I'll just, Yeah. I don't know exactly where the spectrum is and the reason why I don't know is because I have to be a little careful (laughs) because this was the summer, right? I mean the summer that I got married. So, so your honeymoon? No, no, no. It wasn't the honeymoon. I said <laughs> it was right before I got married. You're like, I have to be careful. Yeah. The worst what I'm trip I ever had was no, my honeymoon. The, my honeymoon was great, except for the fact that because we went to uh, we went to Mexico and it was during their rainy season, so it was literally just raining the whole time. Which part but, of Mexico did you go to? Uh, Sinaloa or Mazatlan. So, um, so this coming from the boy who I was like, yeah, don't you always go to Mexico? And you're like, I never go to Mexico. But like on every other episode, you're like, and this one time when I went to Mexico, I've been to Mexico like twice. Okay, maybe more than that. But I've been to Mazatlan. <laughs> twice a year for your no, whole I've life. I've been to Mazatlan more just because my grandparents had a uh, timeshare there. Yeah. And so we it was like a went. once a year thing, wasn't it? Well, I didn't go once a year. They went once a year. Oh. I went all together in my lifetime three times. I'm pretty sure I remember growing up and people No, be four like, times. I hey, went four where's times. where's Trav? I haven't seen him for a couple of days. I'm like, that's that time of year again. He's in this Mazatlan trip. <laughs> I went once when I was five. I went another time when I was a... Uh, uh, maybe twice when I was a teenager and then once for my honeymoon. So four times, but anyway, so it wasn't that it was, uh, it was August of 2008 and, uh, I was getting married that 
or maybe it was July, but anyway, I was getting married like two weeks after this trip mm-hmm. and it was a family trip. We all go to, it was just, uh, you know, like with siblings, cousins, aunts and aunts and uncles. And we were all going to Bear Lake, uh, which is, uh, if you are unfamiliar with the Utah territory, that is just a popular lake here. Northern Utah. Northern Utah, which spans a little, uh, half of it spans into the, uh, Idaho region as well <laughs> we're gonna use or that state <laughs> region of idaho um but anyway so we went up rented a, a a cabin and you know this is just so much stress is going on we're trying to prepare for our wedding whilst going on vacation um you know my wife had never been on vacation with us at that point you know with the whole family so there was uh, tons of unexpected things you know that you just could not foresee um and uh, we were out doing one of the biggest things that kind of kicked it off was we were out on jet skis and me and my cousin were kind of running around chasing each other. And I didn't like it because I was scared. <laughs> it's like, no, nah, we're going to crash. So I like kind of booked it towards the shore, but then like killed the engine um, a little bit before I was supposed to. And he thought that I was still playing and ended up coming right at me he t-boned me and but before i could get off of the jet ski the nose of his jet ski pinned my leg against against mine and then i just fell into the water and i just remember laying there and i was just sitting there thinking like please don't be a compound fracture (laughs) (laughs) like for whatever reason i'm i am like terrified of compound fractures you would have been fine if it was a clean break clean break sure no. If my bone is sticking out of my body, I am passing, <laughs> I'm throwing up, passing out, and then dying. So, <laughs> so I, I, you know, kind of floated uh, up to up to the shore, and I, I finally felt down to my leg, and everything was fine except for. Hey, what do you mean you floated up to the shore? Like, well, just, I had on a life jacket, so I just so you refused was, to swim. You just let yeah, the, yeah, no, I let the, the current, current take pretty you much. Short. I was like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nobody came and got you? Nah, they were coming out there. Just but. wait for him to float on the shore. <laughs> but I wouldn't let anybody... In my mind, that would take hours. I wouldn't let anybody touch my leg. I was like, <laughs> it's like don't touch it, don't touch it. <laughs> so finally, I felt down there. I didn't feel a bone sticking out or anything. Because like, my leg was kind of numb. So I was like, oh, I don't know what's going on down there. But then, um, plus all the adrenaline. But then like, I got out and then I looked. Because what he did was he didn't actually pin the bone. He pinned the calf. So he like just hammered the calf muscle and it was bruised you. Well, it was, uh, Oh, what's the word? Atrophied. No, it was condensed. Oh my gosh. It's where your muscle is contracting. It was contracting like a lot. Like it was was twitching like no other. And, uh, so finally like what we ended up doing though, to stop it from bruising is we got some, uh, tobacco, like chewing tobacco and just, uh, put some water in it, warmed it up in the microwave, slapped it on, and then uh, put saran wrap around it and never bruised. What? So That works? Yeah. It's a cool remedy. How did you know that? I didn't. My cousin did. He felt really bad about almost cutting off my leg. And uh, so he, he's like, all right. So does this cousin start with a S or an M? An S. <laughs> <laughs> so, so quickly, a side note, because there are... I think Trav, you're a little bit more like I am, and probably Alan is, in the fact that you're all for a good time, mm-hmm. but at some point you just kind of have like an internal mechanism that's like, look, 
I don't want to push it past this level because things get dangerous. Mm-hmm. But other people don't have that switch or at least their threshold for danger is much higher. And so I'm always nervous when I'm hanging around those people. Oh no. Like we all go like with, with those cousins, my brother, like we'll all get on like ATVs you know, four wheelers and we'll go and they're always like flying everywhere. They're going on these big old hills that are like pretty much just vertical and they go all the way up and down. And I don't know, like I tipped on a three wheeler once and landed in a sticker bush. So I'm like, (laughs) I'm just going to go over these little bumps and I'm going really slow. And I'm just like, I like to go. I like to drive my ATV on just like a paved road. Because I know then you can really floor. I it. could go fast, <laughs> but I know I'm not gonna like go over any huge rocks or anything and tip over. So, but that was one thing. So that sticker bush you landed on was it scratch and sniff or 3D or what? holographic or just regular prickers stickers pricker bush? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you what? got stickers. Stickies, oh, thorns. so it wasn't just a bush that grew stickers. Shut up, Daniel. <laughs> There's only so far you can take it. <laughs> but uh, so there was that. Um, my wife and I were, were, you know, kind of, what's the word? We were not necessarily fighting, but we were definitely just just the whole stress of, because we were trying to get all of the, uh, um, the invitations out as well while we were there. So it was just a lot of stress was going on there. I also sunburned my feet really bad and they swelled up swelled up swelled up <laughs> your feet yeah my feet got real bad like the bottoms or the top the tops and they were throbbing as well how would you sunburn the bottoms yeah what am I, like what position are you just well, i didn't know if, like maybe he fell asleep like laying on his stomach and his feet were up you know <laughs> us a bottom side up like that or i'm just like walking on <laughs> a platform with mirrors on the bottom of it. So it's just (laughs) shooting up at the bottom of my feet or you could be walking on sunshine, but no, it was the top of my feet and they were so painful. I couldn't even wear like socks or shoes, which I did tough it out so I could go golfing, but that was the most painful round of golf I have ever played. (laughs) (laughs) So, so the, your trip was bad because you almost got your leg chopped off. I almost got my leg chopped off. My feet were sunburned and and swollen and I was fighting with my soon to be wife. So yeah, that's, it was a little tough. That's pretty crappy. Speaking of though, the people who push things a little bit too far, were you, was it like our brother-in-law JD's bachelor party or something where we went, uh, what you would call go-karting? I don't remember. Were you there? Like <laughs> I probably wasn't. Okay. <laughs> I can't remember if it was, he just spilled the beans. You weren't invited. <laughs> Because there was some, like, one of his buddies is kind of, like, was pushing it. There were a couple of them pushing it too far. And they're like, I mean, they tell you, like, rule number one, don't hit the other yeah. drivers. But these Don't kids, crash. Like, these, well, I'm calling kids, they were older than me, but literally did not listen to that rule. Like, we actually got stopped and threatened that if it happened again, because they just kept doing it, like, they would just remove all of us from the track. But at one point, because they kept doing it and pushing it like super close to like, okay, we're not touching, look up. But we're like, they were just so close. And it might have been Steve. I'm going to have to ask him, my brother Steve, who ended up being like the 
victim of like an awful crash <laughs> because they came in too fast and hit him and like the go-kart that hit if it was him or whoever it hit jumped up and over the back of their go-kart and like the front of the go-kart like was like landed like on the person oh wow and like and they were like kind of hunched over because they're being crushed so like i mean not crushed so much that they like were gonna die but like (laughs) you know 100 pounds or so so anyway that was my thought process when you said that anyway so al did you have a trip that was just terrible or awful or slightly below par (laughs) not really i mean when I went to Japan once on a buddy pass on our way back, it was like right around Christmas. On our way back, we got stuck in Atlanta for a day. Well, when you're riding day. buddy passes, those are <laughs> tough because you're just seriously hoping. You're like, please let there be a, spa- a spot for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, but the worst part was we had to fly from, I think it was Salt Lake to Atlanta and then back the entire other way all the way to Japan. Or something like so that. This is like an extra long Yeah, we flight. had to always backtrack to Atlanta. Is it like a Delta buddy pass? Is that why? Atlanta is a major company. hub for Atlanta. Or, sorry. Atlanta <laughs> is a major hub for Delta. It's yeah, probably Delta. Delta. <laughs> Atlanta is a major hub for Atlanta. Salt yep. Lake is a major hub for Salt Lake. It is. But yeah, so we got Kennedy stuck. is a major hub for New York. On the way back, we got stuck in Atlanta for a day, and then the next day came, and we were hoping to get on a flight, but we couldn't again. So then finally, we were like, screw it, we're just going to buy the cheapest other airline flights. And it was like Frontier or something like that. I think the airplane was Wally the Walrus, is what it was, on Frontier Airlines. So they were like, thank you for flying on Wally the Walrus. And I was like, that doesn't even, that's not an animal that flies. <laughs> Wait, they name their airplanes? Yeah, because Frontier yeah. always has like an animal on the fin. <laughs> huh. or on the Maybe tail. I've never yeah. flown Frontier. Well, I've never flown it either, but I can look at planes. <laughs> <laughs> I go blind every time I go to the airport. So it was a pretty nervous flight because it was so cheap and i had never flown frontier and wally the walrus does not sound like something that flies very well but you got home so yep that walrus sure did what he was supposed to do okay (laughs) okay (laughs) walrus is the animals with tusks right yes daniel (laughs) you don't know what a walrus is okay what is what is your trip so I don't know. I mean, I'm like you guys. I never had, I have had frustrating experiences um, to the point where like, I'll go to a hotel and it's just gross or things are broken and not working. Right. Or there was one that we went to and there was like cockroaches. So we like requested another room or, you know, something like that. But as far as like a trip as a whole, I kind of had a hard time deciding, like, what did I really ever have a really bad trip? And the worst one that I could remember was about 15 ish years ago, I would say. Um, Trav, you probably remember this, but I did that little stint with the uh, World Financial Group. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Alan, you probably remember that too. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, joined this World Financial Group again. You could classify it as a pyramid scheme. <laughs> you could, but that is exactly what it was. <laughs> Although, I mean, technically, it was like it's not. A, 
they call them schemes, but a lot of times they're not like schemes. They actually sell real products. But the whole <laughs> idea though is like, well, you just got to get two of your friends to be under you. And well, yeah, but the whole the reason why it's a scheme them. is because you have to spend so much money on on the products yourself, and then also trying to sell the products and everything. It's like you're just wasting more money than you're actually making until you get to a certain point. Like, yeah, sure. Like if you can uh, con a bunch of people, never into thought the, of it that way. That's where the scheme comes in. Yeah, if you can con, I mean, I they're basically of scheme is like you were conning your people who are purchasing things from you. No, I was selling like they basically pass it off as this way, this get rich quick type of thing. But all you're doing, I mean, they're just making tons of money off of you. Like only the people, at the very, very top. It's a scheme. Yeah. yeah, Because like a pyramid is shaped, all the money is at the top. And so you have to eventually make your way to the top, not by like replacing people or moving up, but just putting more people below you. Uh, so it's a complete trickle up. It starts uh, economic. It's starting to make more sense now. <laughs> He's been a part of like three or four of them, and he still doesn't know how they work. <laughs> but anyway, before this world financial group thing, so anyone who has been part of like one of these type of business platforms or whatever, you'll notice that a lot of times they have some kind of a conference that happens. Honestly, they usually have one probably like quarterly, but then they'll have like one large annual conference that they try to pull everyone together and they're like, you're going to hear from speakers like all these top sales people and whatever in the company are going to be there and you, you know, you get to listen to them talk. So long story short, they just so happened to be that they were going to have their annual conference in Las Vegas this time around. So I'm like, okay, well, that's we bet I me. Mean, I guess we better go. So I was doing this World Financial Group thing with a friend of mine who actually goes by the same name as me, um, same first name, not the same name completely. That would have been weird. But <laughs> so wait, didn't you have a story about playing three card money in? Vegas, I might be getting there. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Haven't you already talked about this story? Have I? I think you have. On the podcast, yeah. I don't know if I have on this one. (laughs) Maybe not. Maybe it was on our sports one. (laughs) I don't know. They're all blurred. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't even remember why I would have talked about it on the sports one. I know you've talked about it because I know I've made fun of you for it before. Hmm. Okay. Well, for anybody who hasn't heard the story, here it goes. So we go down to Vegas. Well, of course, we're at the bottom of the pyramid, so we have no money. There's a reason that we're trying to make, like, to do this so that we can actually make money. So we tell that to our, what do you call them? Like the person that recruits you, the recruiter? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. They probably all have different names, but yes, they're like so and so. Is was in charge yeah. of us. I'd imagine they'd <laughs> all have different about? names. <laughs> you and I have a different name. Recruiter <laughs> <laughs> Trav. Recruiter <laughs> Allen. <laughs> all right, fine. But I anyway. guess want to know something mind bending? The person that the recruiter recruits is called a recruit. What? <laughs> recruit Dan. <laughs> and then we also had another recruit, Dan. So how do you explain that? <laughs> so anyway, we're like, yeah, like we like we want to go to this thing because we know it's gonna be super inspirational and everything, but we really don't can't afford like a hotel room and stuff down there. And he's like, to tell you what, if you guys will commit to go, 
you guys can stay in my room with me. And we're like, okay, that's cool. So we decide we'll do that. So we go down there in my friend's car, which happened to be like a 1985 Honda Accord, I think, <laughs> at the time. So one year newer than yours? Oh, mine was 86. Oh, okay. So one year older than yeah, yours. <laughs> I think it was one year older. And so <laughs> we drive down there and um, have to go stay in this room. And of course, it's like six guys staying in one room. And we are just relegated to sleep on the floor slash couch or wherever we could find uh, in the room. So I was like, okay, but whatever. I'm young. I was like 20 years old at the time. I could do this. I could deal. I must have been 21, though, because I could gamble. So we go, and I have just enough money because I was like, oh, I want to go down there and play some blackjack. It was like a big blackjack day for me, or heyday. Not just that day, but... (laughs) (laughs) It's a big blackjack day. <laughs> <laughs> so we go down there. But anyway, this is where we're walking down the strip, you know, thinking we're living the high life. Here we are, these finance guys just at a conference in Vegas. That's just how we do. They're super excited to know that they're at the bottom of the pyramid right now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because sooner or later, we're going to find two friends who are then going to find two friends. That- <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Wait, whose 85 Honda were you in? Where did you drive there in? What did I drive there in there? I told you. No, whose oh. 85 Honda? Daniels. The person oh. with the same name as me. Okay. He was also a recruit. Because <laughs> yeah. I was going to be like, if this was one of the recruiters and he's driving an 85 Honda, you should check again <laughs> <laughs> into the company that you're getting yeah. into. We were like... What's that a boiler room? Like when that kid comes in and he's just like, I'm going to make a big, like he wasn't there yet, but he knew he was just going to make a big, right? Yeah. That's kind of how we were feeling. But anyway, yeah, we go down there and this is when we see a big crowd of people standing on the strip on the sidewalk. We're like, what's going on here? And we're trying to watch and like look through the crowd. And this is exactly where you can see three card money is being played. But at the time we didn't know what three card money was. And so, the guy there was just like doing his little card shuffle thing. He's like, can you find the queen? Can you find the queen's hearts or whatever? Da, 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 da. And people were trying to find it. And they're like, how much would you like to wager that you know where it is? And they'd be like, 10 bucks or whatever. And he'd be like, hey, da, 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 da. And then they pick and like, oh, no. And so my friend is like, I want to try that. So he goes up. Now we're like totally front and center. And he's going and watching the cards and he's picking he's like okay i think it's that one he's like nope and turns it over he's like okay you lost your 10 bucks he's like i tell you what i will give you another chance so he's like you want to do it for 20 he's like okay so he does it again and this time he loses his 20 bucks and he's like one more time you could do it for 50 and he's like all right fine i'll do it for 50 because i think at this time he's like i just got to get my money back right and so he goes again and he picks wrong. Well, so now he's lost like 80 bucks to this guy. But here's the kicker is I notice there is like a slight bend in the card that we are supposed to identify. Don't they all have bends in them? Like that's how they pick them up so easy. Well, no, not the curve part, but like an oh. actual bend in like the corner. A unique. Yes, a unique bend. bend. So I'm like, I got this. <laughs> <laughs> that when you're confident, 
You go from he's this so to easily, this. He's so easily this. conned. <laughs> I mean, just listen to the story, okay? He, he got recruited into a pyramid scheme. <laughs> he had no money, didn't want to go to Vegas for a conference. The guy was like, nah, man, just come and stay in my room. Oh, okay. So he, he got down to Vegas somehow. <laughs> Has to stay on the floor of some guy's room. Now is on the street in his will and is now about to drop massive cash because he thinks that he he knows the trick. <laughs> Quote, he got this. I got, I got this. And so in a desperation move to help my friend, because I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to get my friend's money back for him. So I'm like, I want to give it a try. He's like, okay, man, what you want to do? How much you want to put down? 10 bucks? 10 bucks? I'm like, no, I'm going to go 100. And he's like, <laughs> I okay. This, I forgot this part. Of this, story. <laughs> this guy was like, yes, I usually have to like build up to 100. Because <laughs> in my head, I was thinking I'll get my friend's money back and I'll pocket $20 extra for myself. And so... <laughs> So he does a little thing. He's like, See, I would follow, not, follow the queen of hearts. If I did it and I won, I would not have given my friend's money back. <laughs> I would be like, there See, you go. And I get $20. Like, See, stupid. <laughs> you should have noticed the crease on the corner. <laughs> Wait, I think there was a time though, right before my friend went where this kid got, he did, the, yeah, yeah the he got it right. Is, that somebody did it. That's the that's, but that's the, the guy that's working with the guy. Yeah. We found out later. Yeah, of course. So like that, people get like, ooh, yeah, it's possible. And so, yeah, so I go and he does a little thing, and I see the freaking card with the bend in it, and I pick it, and he turns it over, and it's not the Queen of Hearts, and he takes no. my hundred bucks, and now I'm livid because <laughs> I. I figured that he must have cheated. Yes. Turns out this whole thing is a scam. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I learned about the three card money scam. <laughs> so now here I am in a town sleeping on someone's floor. And literally that hundred bucks was like pretty much all the money I had. I was worried like how I was going to buy food. I was happy the next day to see that they provided lunch at the conference that was cool <laughs> so I could eat. But yeah, so like finally a couple days later, we're done with this whole thing. We're ready to go home. We go out to my buddy's car to drive home and someone had broken into his car and stolen his like discman, which was all we, <laughs> which is all we had. Cause we were just using one of those like tape plug in things into the, ta- <laughs> the, put in the cassette tape. Yeah. <laughs> I just see this. He's like, Man, can't I ever catch a break? <laughs> We've got no food. We got no car. Our pets' heads are falling off. <laughs> so, yeah, that was probably like the worst trip I've been on. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get so that's enough about like the bad trips. Let's let's talk about the good trips. So here we go. Yeah. 
that. So is it kind of funny that I chose that sounder for our dream vacations when those movies are all about horrible vacations? <laughs> yes, but <laughs> it's I a happy song though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say, Trev? I don't know if there, I mean the end result, there's always such crazy stuff going on there, but that would be an entertaining, like all of those would be very entertaining vacations. That's true. <laughs> They'd be awesome. Stories. I always wondered like when you watch those movies, their kids are always so bored. I'm like, dude, you are in Europe or you're on this <laughs> road Wally trip world. and you have some old dead lady strapped to the roof of your car. <laughs> <laughs> Like there's a cr- bunch of crazy things going on. They're always so bored. Yeah. But anyway, they're so bored that <laughs> they literally like contort their faces to look different in every movie. Every single one. It's crazy. But yeah. So if anyone hasn't seen the vacation series with Chevy chase, um, you should definitely check it out. I know there's a newer vacation movie that has the guy from the office in it. What's his name? Oh, it's just called vacation, but it's uh Oh my gosh. It's Andy Bernard, but, (laughs) but anyway, it was okay, but I think I like the older ones better. Yeah, definitely. You can't top, you can't, can't do better than Chevy chase. I know in those movies. So, so again, like Trav said, what we ended up doing is we put together these dream vacations. Uh, the rules that we set in place were basically, it has to be legitimately doable. Um, something that you can do and then has to be something that you can kind of do like in a, about a week. Um, so ba- meaning like you can't just be like, I'm going to travel the whole world and cause you can't do that in a week or I'm just going to travel the whole world, but it's going to take two years yeah. or whatever. This we felt like, like we legit- needed to give like certain, yeah, some limits because I mean, it's like a vacation, like a vacation isn't like continuous living. I mean, you know, like going from place to from place. place, to place, to place, to place. That's just living your life, but you're traveling the world. Vacation is like you go away and you come back to reality. Yeah. So we did put in place, if you want, you can travel to more than one place, but it has to be something that you can actually do in real time during that week that you're gone. So I think what we'll do, uh, since Alan, at Trav and I have each picked one, why don't you be like the person who in your opinion at the end you can say this i would either pick trav's dream or yeah trav's dream vacation or danny's dream vacation and then we will also like trav said earlier we've priced everything out so we will give you the grand total ticket price at the end of these trips um so you can see for yourself if it's something you would like to do hit us up i'll send you the itinerary (laughs) and then you can book it and then let me know how my dream vacation went because I will have to live vicariously through you. And, or if you really love this podcast and you want to send us on our dream vacations, we would be internally grateful. Yeah. I mean, it would be more for research. Yeah. <laughs> we would just want to see if it legit was our dream vacation. Yeah. I might get done with it. It might be like, this is boring. Yeah. Is but dumb. either way, we guarantee we promise we would write a blog post about it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> a blog post. <laughs> We we would start a blog first, and then we would write a blog post about it. Trav's like, I had fun. Thank you. <laughs> it was good. But all right, well, you want to go first? Either way, I can go first, or do you want to go first? You go first. Okay. So here's my dream vacation itinerary. So 
I had a hard time picking a place at first. I don't know if you had a hard time. I didn't. I knew exactly where I'd go. So I kind of looked at a whole bunch of different places because I'm like, maybe I want to go to Australia. Maybe I want to go to Africa on a safari. Maybe I want to go back to like Japan. Maybe I want to, you know. But anyway, long story short, after really looking at it, I'm like, you know what? I'm sure you have different times in your life where you have different priorities and, and wants and, and needs. And at this point in my life, my priority for a vacation would literally be to get some R&R and just not have to worry about anything for the week that I'm gone. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I ultimately decided that my dream vacation would be going to Bora Bora. Son of a... <laughs> what? Is that yours? This is going to be a short episode. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, for real? Yeah. Look. (laughs) Okay, so let's see how they do. I'll go go through my itinerary. You know, this is going to be really easy to get. Your itinerary, (laughs) and then we'll see how our two trips. Okay, well, let's just do this first. So, Alan, you'll have to pick if you want to go to Bora Bora or Bora Bora Bora. Bora. So okay. did you give any history or any information on Bora Bora itself? No, I just okay. literally planned the trip. Let me... Do you want to do that first? Let me then? go through that. So okay. just because I was sitting there thinking like... Um, I mean, I know there's like World War II history there, right? Yeah, there is some, yeah. yeah. But um, so the reason why I thought about this that came to my mind was because there is, like you, there is a lot of, there are a lot of places I'd like to go. I'd like to go to Australia. I'd like to go to Thailand. I want to go to... Uh, Various places in Europe, like I would love to, I'm a big World War II buff, which we've kind of learned in some of our episodes past, that I'd like to go and kind of take a trip throughout the, uh, you know, the the path that the uh, our soldiers took, you know, landing on Normandy, you know, on the beaches of Normandy and then going in. And I, I just like to see all of that. So almost like recreate the path that Tom Hanks took in saving private Ryan. Sure. We could go that way, <laughs> but maybe more or less what, uh, what they did in, um, was it band of brothers? Oh, okay. <clears throat> but, um, anyway, so I remember my wife coming to me one time and she's like, Oh, she's like, uh, we should go on a vacation to Bora Bora. I was like, I don't even know where that is. <laughs> so, but so she told me at that point, she's like, oh, it's this much money. And I was like, ain't no way we're ever going to Bora Bora. So wait, your dream vacation is your wife's dream vacation? No, she just told me about it. And okay. I've, I've since looked it up. And then we're like, oh, this would be awesome. Yeah, this would be an awesome place. So yeah. Bora Bora, place so nice, they named it twice. So it's a Pacific island in the territory of the French Polynesia, um, part of a society of islands about halfway between South America and Australia. So, um, a bunch of, you know, report reports like papers of worldatlas.com calls it arguably the most beautiful Island on the planet and arguably the most famous Island in the world. Um, so a lot of good things about this. It really is just, I mean, you've done your research on it too. It looks, it looks amazing. It's amazing, but it's super tiny. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's an Island, but there's not a lot to it. So um, climate-wise, uh, obviously, it's a tropical uh, tropical climate. Uh, it's The island is about the same distance between the equator as Hawaii is. So you're going to get kind of the same kind of weather, kind of weather there. Uh, they only have two seasons, which is great. I mean, they have winter and summer. Summer goes through November 
from November through March, and then winter, April through November. But the temperatures differ minimally. Summer is more humid uh, because it's more rainy during that time. But r- literally, the difference is between like, it's like a difference of just a couple of degrees. Like 85 degrees in the summer, 82 in yeah. the winter. I mean, it's got like Great. the ultimate, because of its placement from the equator and also because of the fact that it's an island and islands are usually climate controlled because mm-hmm. water either i mean it doesn't heat up as fast or doesn't cool down as fast so you get much more moderate temperatures mm-hmm. um so yeah like it makes sense that it would be that way um just I, you probably have this on here but it's really like the closest country that is by is tahiti yeah um and from what i learned is that there's literally only four flights that come in per day. Mm-hmm. And so you have to be on one of those four flights or else. I mean, so you can't, it's not like you can just go and fly in there like any time of day. Yeah. You no, have to it's, like it's very specific. Um, I mean, it, it is a volcanic Island. Uh, the volcan, uh, the volcano or is no longer an active volcano. So it's dormant. It's a dormant. Or is it extinct? Extinct. I believe. So like it'll never go off again. No, it shouldn't. Okay. <laughs> um, so as far as the name, just in case you want to know a little bit of history behind the name. So in ancient times, the island was called Pora Pora Maite Pora, um, <laughs> meaning created by the gods in the local Tahitian dialect. I kind of wish it was still called Pora Pora Maite, <laughs> Maite Pora. Pora. This was often abbreviated Pora Pora, meaning simply firstborn. Because of ambiguities in the f- <laughs> phonemes, phonemes, I don't know what that is, of the Tahitian language, this could also be pronounced bola bola or bora bora. When explorer Jacob Rogavine first landed on the island, he and his crew adopted the name bora bora, which has stood ever since. Yeah. Is so. it phonics? Is that the word that you were? No. Phonetic- phonetics? Phonemes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and then lastly, before we get to your itinerary, uh, as of 2017, Bora Bora currently had a, a, a permanent population of about 10,605 people. So not a very populated place. This island is purely uh, propelled For by all of its tourism. tourism. Yeah. yeah. So, But that's kind of nice um, because that was part of like what I was thinking is like, I do want to go somewhere that's kind of like I can kind I can feel isolated in a way where it's just like me and maybe you know a handful of people that are around me or like whoever I end up going with and stuff. Um and yeah, it fit all that criteria on there. So because it's a tropical island, because it's got all that stuff that Trav talked about, that's why ultimately it, I chose it. It's funny how there's, you know, I'm pretty sure there's more than a couple places on earth that you can go on vacation to. And you and I somehow picked <laughs> the exact, the exact same, same location. Well, let's, let's see what we, we would have done. <laughs> let's see if we picked down to the same hotel. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so my itinerary that I came up with, I wanted to go on this vacation. I just randomly was like, okay, so if I was picking it, I'm going to say, I'm going to go treat myself. It's going to be my Christmas vacation. And I'm going to go from start, leave home on Sunday, December 22nd, 2019. I didn't go as specific as dates. <laughs> <laughs> so, I did do times of flights, but okay. I did not do. 
So I put eight thirty a.m. I would uh, get a ride to the airport, probably an Uber or a Lyft, um, and then once I get there, my flight would leave at eleven a.m. Oh, I was gonna say, <laughs> okay, what? Mine leaves at eleven forty. <laughs> oh, burn, burn. <laughs> Wait, that's not it's how you use it. Burn. <laughs> I think I just like saying burn after O. But anyway, eleven a.m. to twelve o five p.m. I would be flying from. Salt Lake City to Los Angeles. See, I'm going to San Francisco. Oh, well, there we, we go. Have so we're, we're, different, different, we're differing yeah, right so now. Decide, Alan. Would you rather go <laughs> LA. to LA or San Francisco as your first layover? I would then have a layover in Los Angeles from 12.05 to 4.15. So it's a pretty long layover. It's four hours and 10 see, minutes. My layover is only an hour. Okay. So. <laughs> Once I got to leave Los Angeles, I would go fly from Los Angeles at 4.15 to Papete Tahiti. Is that how you'd say it, Trev? I don't know. That's not where I'm flying. Oh, well, that's where I'm flying. And I would get there at 1025 PM. I'm flying. <laughs> well, I'm assuming this is Tahiti. What's the airport that you're flying into? Papete. Oh, this one is <laughs> <laughs> International Airport. It's, I think it's the same thing, but it's like PPT is the uh, abbreviation. Oh, yeah. Mine's, I think mine's the name of the city. Okay, Papete. so, so that's I'm pretty sure the only flights going to Bora That's Bora what I was going to say. They can't have more than one international <laughs> airport. This airport. Yeah, the name of the airport is Fa'a'a International <laughs> Airport. In Papiti, Tahiti. Yeah. So Fa'a'a in Papiti, Tahiti. Which I'm getting there at 840. What time are you getting there? 1025. See, I'm already there earlier. Yeah, that sucks. But I have a layover that's freaking long. Well, yeah, because... Because by the time you get there, there's no more flights yeah. going to. So I have to lay over from 1025 p.m. until 715 a.m. So I'm laid over for like eight hours and change or maybe like almost like nine hours. What is that? Well, <laughs> it also depends on are you crossing time zones? <laughs> it's three hours earlier. It's well, three I mean, hour time. Difference I'm staying at that one place. So I'm there from 1025 p.m. So then another hour and 35 minutes tacked on top of seven hours and 15 minutes, which makes it eight hours and 50. Okay, yeah. So eight hours, 50 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you just hear him counting. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. How about you, Trev? Are you laid over? I am laid over. I'm there uh, from 840 p.m. is when I get in. Uh, my next departure is uh, next morning at 8.15 a.m. Oh! That's almost 12 hours from International so, Airport. <laughs> so you get there before me, but I leave before you. Yeah, but I get to spend more time in the... I mean, all the hotels that I've got are friggin' <laughs> pristine. <laughs> so once I leave from Papete, Tahiti at 7.15 a.m. and fly into... Uh, Bora Bora, and I will arrive at Bora Bora at 8.05 a.m. That on d- Monday, December 23rd. Oh, see, I've got like another layover. So Where? So it goes from uh, Departs, Papiti, uh-huh. goes into, uh, at least I think, is this? Yeah. Goes into another uh, fair airport, lands at 8.40. So it's only like a like a 30-minute flight, but to Huahine Airport, or is what it is and then i leave so i'm i'm arriving at 9:45 to bora bora 
Okay. So you get to Bora Bora shortly after, like an hour and 40 minutes after I do. Yeah. So while you're still flying there, I will be gathering my bags and I will be getting another ride. I don't know if they have Uber or Lyft <laughs> there. So maybe it's a shuttle. I don't know. However, but the uh, ride will get me to where I will be staying, which at 10 a.m. I put I will be checking into the Four Seasons Resort. Nope, not where I'm staying. Where you stand? I'm staying at the uh, first off. I put where I was going to be staying in the layover. So, yeah, which you did is better the, than me. Uh, Intercontinental Tahiti Resort with a one king bed panoramic lagoon view. Ooh. So, just so you know, this hotel is located on 32 acres of lush tropical garden alongside an idyllic lagoon. <laughs> this well-known resort in Tahiti offers fine dining at two restaurants and world-class dinner shows. Guests can indulge in a host of activities from diving amongst coral reefs to under unwinding at the deep nature spa. If you are looking for Tahiti resorts for honeymoon, this is the ideal starting point for your unforgettable South Pacific get- getaway. Ooh. <laughs> that Continue. does sound nice. <laughs> that- See, I ran into this problem where I was like, I get into Papit. Ta-ha, wait, fa ha at 10.25 p.m. We have just- to leave. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're like the ultimate Americans. Is that what you're saying? I'm just saying, like, we are probably <clears throat> making some people feel really bad and angry. <laughs> we don't mean any ill will. We, like, legit. We just, just can't say best. stuff. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, because my layover is so weird there, I was like, I you're just I gonna sit in the ho- you're just sit in the airport, chill at the airport for, and read a book or for something. Eight hours. You've already been on flights for about sixteen yeah. hours. You're gonna be maybe, but maybe, maybe I should have just found like a hotel to go stay in <laughs> for six hours or something. But I would have to then come back through security. Yeah. <clears throat> How many people are there really? <laughs> that's true all right so you're staying at the four seasons i'm staying uh for three nights of my stay i'm staying at the intercontinental bora bora le moana resort wow see i decided just to stay all of my six nights that i'm there in the four seasons resort so i will be checking in to my 1120 square foot bungalow with plunge pool over water ah i don't so, know didn't we already establish that to show Alan a picture of what my view would be like from my room? Very nice. But Bora Bora only has two seasons, right? Yes. So why is there four? Yeah. Dummy. You picked wrong. (laughs) Well, this place is so nice that they create their own additional seasons. Um, So yeah, basically I will be staying in that hotel room. It's, I did upgrade from the original, like the baseline that they were offering. Um, so this upgrade did cost me extra money, which I'll reveal at the end. But I was like, you know what? I want, if I'm going to take my dream vacation, I want to spring for the, I wanted to make sure I got the plunge pool in my room because I think it'd just be bad. A what's a plunge pool. Basically like over the ocean, but in a plunge it's pool, it's like a pool in the ocean, but, but it's not it's really in the ocean. So see, <laughs> It's a little pool that sits right over the ocean. So you feel like you're <laughs> okay. in the ocean, but you're in the ah, safety of your pool. So no sharks can get you. <clears throat> ah, yeah. And not the salt water that you have yep. to... Because then I get chlorinated water <laughs> instead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So once I get there, 
Uh, from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m., I'm pretty sure I will be pretty tired from my travels and pretty wary. So I decided I'm going to really soak in my bungalow and I'm going to take a two hour nap in my bungalow. Okay. Well, I'm sure I'll be taking a nap at some point in time, but I didn't go that into detail. But uh, my three night stay at the Intercontinental Bora Bora Le Moana Resort will be in a one uh, a king bed lagoon view beach bungalow. So I wanted the beach bungalow first. I will tell you, I will be on the water <laughs> later. But uh, at the Intercontinental Bora Bora Le Moana Resort, the day starts with breakfast in your in your bungalow, delivered on a wooden canoe, Ooh, decorated. With I things. have that too. <laughs> so basically, like <laughs> they'll like row up to your up to your bungalow in a canoe with like fruit and flowers and stuff, and they're like, "Here you go, here you go." Like, hey man, thanks, <laughs> canoe man. So Wait, I thought your bungalow was on the beach. Mine is, but they can come up on the. Oh, so they row up and then. Yeah, park. They're like, we're almost there. (laughs) The sand is very difficult to to traverse. Yeah, but so I mean, I've got so I kind of did my itinerary a little bit different. Like, I just put down the different places I'm going to stay, and then I have like because assuming that these places are probably not that far apart from each other, I could probably hit a lot of these excursions at either hotel. So, Mm -hmm. so what I did was I kind of went through and you guys will see from the itinerary. So all of these things were offered by the four seasons hotel. Um, they are extra costs. Doesn't matter, but dream vacation. Yeah. But deep pockets. Um, (laughs) I felt like it was the most efficient way to hit up as many activities as I could that I wanted to do while I was on this vacation. Um, so you tell me, Trav, at this point, do you want me to just go through and you'll stop me whenever you want? Just go for it. All right. So once I take my nap and I wake up from my nap at noon, all fresh and refreshed. Fresh and refreshed. refreshed. (laughs) (laughs) I woke up, I was fresh. But then I I got refreshed. (laughs) (laughs) That did seem uh, repetitive. So after I'm fresh and refreshed, uh, I figure I would then make my way over to one of the seven restaurants that are available on this resort and have myself a nice lunch. Um, Once I have lunch there, I did look at the menus but I just didn't want to take the time to pick every meal yeah, out. No, so I didn't do that. Assume either. plus I don't know when I get there actually what I'm going to feel like. Like maybe I feel like the ahi tuna steak. Just right now, basically most of the stuff that you're going to be eating there. because all of the stuff that they have there because it is this secluded island is most of the stuff is basically things that you can get from the island. So you're talking about fruits. You're talking about seafood mm-hmm. um, that's around the island. So I mean. I mean, they're going to be good. They're going to be exporting in some stuff, but they really, from what I was reading, they really rely heavily on just the natural resources that are around. So it's like, it's fresh. Yes. Fresh Fresh. fish. Fresh, fresh, fresh. And then it's refreshed fish. (laughs) It's fresh, refreshed fish. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah. So I would go get my lunch. Once I'm done with lunch from one o'clock to two 30 PM, I would go over to the resort spa and I would enjoy a massage, a deep tissue massage Mm. that was catered just to my body. Central massage. Uh, massages How there they cater run at just $235. Well, like they'll design it to like cater to your exact like needs. So they like put you in like a laser scanner. Like we're going to scan your body and get the exact shapes. And then we're going to 
practice on a dummy. <laughs> that is exactly Wait. how your body is. You're going to be there first. Hmm? Burn. <laughs> what? <laughs> you said we're going to practice on a dummy. <laughs> uh, I just had to crack that joke. All right. <laughs> so anyway, after my sensual massage, I will be going at three o'clock to five thirty. I will just go. I wanted to quickly hit up the helmet dive. Um, so you guys might be wondering. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Are dive? you going to be doing the helmet dive too, Trav? If it's what I think it is, then yes, sir. Yes, sir, I am. So the helmet dive is you get to experience what it's like to walk in a true natural aquarium, 10 to 12 feet beneath the surface of the lagoon. The helmet dive is a fabulous way to discover the underwater world. Okay. So apparently this is a 2.5 hour excursion. Do you have a picture? That's just a picture of fish. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They don't show the actual <laughs> helmet dive. <laughs> I'm assuming that the helmet dive, I just picture like the old like 20,000 leagues under the sea where so they put just, those big old helmets. weighs you down <laughs> and you just walk on the bottom of the ocean as you like. So you have to have the tube that's attached to yeah. the surface. Well, I'm pretty sure they do have the tube that's attached to the surface because it's just a helmet dive. You don't like, have anything what's else. What's that? Just a helmet. What's that movie with Cuba Gooding Jr.? You know what I'm talking about? Where he's like a military diver or something. Like he's in the Navy. I know what yeah, it is. I can't remember what it's called though. But they have a few good men. Back in the day. It's not a few not good a few men. Good. <laughs> it's not a few good men. That is. <laughs> is he not in that movie? No. Oh. Well, my facts have been mixed up. <laughs> All right. So after my helmet dive, I will go back. You ready? So from 6.30 to 10 p.m., I will be hitting up a sunset cruise dinner. This is day two. We're gonna, <laughs> it's going to be a long... We better hurry. We'll start going fast here. So <laughs> sunset cruise dinner. Enjoy one of the most intimate dining experiences Bora Bora has to offer. Imagine a perfect evening departing the resort on board a motorized traditional out-trigger canoe for a romantic sunset cruise. Arrive to a private white sand... Motu and enjoy Polynesian inspired cuisine by the light of tiki torches. So the helmet dive is $152. The sunset cruise dinner is $970. Ooh. Okay. Then I would get back to my room and from 10 PM to 11 PM, I would just go and sit and soak in my plunge pool. <laughs> if and we're then, trying to hurry, we don't need to do one hour at a time. <laughs> yeah. And then, <laughs> At 11 p.m., I would go to sleep. Do you have anything you want to add to that day, Trav? No, I'm already at the end of my trip oh. soon. Okay. <laughs> so, oh, you are? Well, I've got my next hotel, but <laughs> I've got my hotel that I'll tell you about, and then I've got all the excursions, but it's not a specific time. I'm just saying I'm going to go on these excursions. Yeah. Okay. I did not so on, plan it minute per minute. <laughs> on Tuesday, <laughs> I December knew, 24th, I, knew that I will would, be though. going at 9 a.m. I'll wake up. 9.30 to 10.30, I'll go get my breakfast. From 11 to 1, I will be doing a Wave Runner guided tour. Okay. That is $268. Let's just from now on assume that you eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yes. Unless it is specifically <laughs> part of an excursion. Okay. <laughs> wave. What? So the Wave Runner guided tour is $268. Explore the entire island of Bora Bora by lagoon while riding a Wave Runner on the guided tour. Discover the beauty of a turquoise lagoon and see all that Bora Bora has to offer. And then, after that, I'll get my lunch. <laughs> He can't help himself. 
<laughs> After that, I will go back to the massage, uh, get a massage at the resort spa again, my second one um, from 2 30 to 4. They give him happy endings. So he just keeps going back. <laughs> Whatever. Those are extra. I didn't splurge for this. 4 30 to Don't 5. <laughs> I knew you were gonna go there. <laughs> from four thirty, so gross. <laughs> well, from from four thirty, <laughs> from four thirty to five, I will be taking my helicopter tour. Um, that is one thousand nine hundred and eighty-five dollars. But I get to see Bora Bora and the surrounding islands via helicopter and enjoy a thirty-minute sightseeing flight or transfer from island to island using the resort private helipad for a true VIP flight experience. You probably don't need to know that. No, nope, we don't. So <laughs> do any of you guys, are you guys going to go to the world war two guns? You'll see there's, Oh, I would definitely we'll go see to if world that war happens. two guns. Five thirty to six thirty. I will chill at the resort pool just so I could get to know it a little bit. Uh, seven to eight thirty. I'll have dinner nine to ten thirty. I'll do a stargazing tour. Ooh, uh, this, I this may Alan be with, the clincher. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It's $600. I'm going to do stargazing too, but I don't have to go on a tour. I just go outside and I look up in the sky. <laughs> Whatever. I'll do that too. But this is after an exhilarating. Whoever has more stargazing wins. <laughs> after an exhilarating day in Bora Bora, relax and unwind for an evening of stargazing. Embark on a sunset cruise while the sky color turn from blue to orange and stop on a private motu where you show your show will start soon. Danny's just speckles in the dust skies become (laughs) flickering stars which brighten in the as the minutes pass before you know it the sky will fill with twinkling stars waiting for the stories to be told um alan you should take a look at that look how awesome the stars (laughs) look on that um and then i will go back to my room after that at 11 p.m i will go to sleep on Wednesday at 9 o'clock, I will wake up. 9.30 to 10.30 breakfast. 10.30 to 11.30. What did I tell you? We're going to assume you eat oh, food. Okay. <laughs> I will soak in the plunge pool. Again. Okay. Just, also, let's just assume that each day you soak in the yeah. plunge pool. So now he's set up a routine <laughs> on his vacation. <laughs> Pretty much every day you eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And you soak get, in your plunge pool and, and you get go on two an massages. You get yeah. two massages, but no happy endings because you didn't want to splurge. And then from 12. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's what it's like. <laughs> All right. From 12 a.m. to 1 p.m., I will do my submarine like, scooter no, excursion. I can do that myself. <laughs> I've got a plunge pool. <laughs> uh, this is getting expensive. So I got to save money somewhere. <laughs> so four oh six. If summary scooter excursion is four hundred six dollars, but you get a unique. Uh, to the French Polynesia, a lagoon discovery adventure with your own two-seat submarine scooter and an experience to remember. You'll explore the colorful lagoon from 10 feet below the surface. After that, I will do what traps that I can't talk about. <laughs> and, uh, eat lunch. <laughs> you can't help it. And then uh, from 2 o'clock to 3.30 on this day, on Wednesday, I'm going to change it up a little bit. I'm not going to get my massage. I'm actually going to get a men's specialized facial. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. That's $239. That's an expensive <laughs> facial. 
But then after I'm done with that, I'm going to go hit up uh, something that I've always wanted to do. So I'm glad they offered it here is parasailing from four to four thirty. I've done that. Uh, that's four hundred and sixty one dollars. But I get to. F- I think most of you know what a parasailing is. So I won't read the whole description. Yeah, but you get to fly over the beach or whatever. Do they have like cage diving with the sharks or anything um, that you guys saw? They do I, have uh, not not cage diving though. You can. Well, you'll see in mine. Yeah, you'll see in mine okay. too. Dang it, Danny. <laughs> Just basically. And then 4.30 uh, to 6.30, I called it beach time, so I'll just hang out on the beach and enjoy the ocean. From 7 to 8.30, hit up dinner, and 8.30 to 9, <laughs> I'll have a beach walk. And then at 9.30, I decided I want to get an early sleep. It's the beach walk. This time. So at 9.30, I'm going to go to sleep so that I can wake up at 7.30 the next morning. If you haven't noticed, all of my sleep times are 10 hours. Because um, I want to have lots of sleep. <laughs> and then from 8 to 9, I'll do the thing that traps that I can't talk about. 9 to 11, I'll have take a Jeep tour. That's $656. Um, but this Jeep tour, check it out. Uh, you get... <laughs> You get to explore (laughs) Explore Bora Bora with Vavu Safari and discover the culture, history, fauna, and flora of Bora Bora. For example, did you know Bora Bora used to be called Vavu? Or on this tour, you'll explore the World War II sites and the cannons from the friendly American takeover of the island in 1942. Learn about the ancient temples of the great Tahitian society built around 1100 AD and hear the many legends of the island. What? Cannons from the what? Takeover? Friendly American takeover. (laughs) What does that mean? Of the islands. You don't take over an island, but friendly, in a friendly way. What does that mean? Like, everybody. (laughs) Your home... Is now our home. <laughs> we own you because we have guns. <laughs> These giant guns we call cannons. If you do not listen, we will murder you. <laughs> but in a friendly way. Right? Okay. You have to add like a little chuckle. <laughs> okay, guys, love you. <laughs> Friends till the end. You guys can uh, eventually have a Jeep tour. They just play Barney's I Love You, You Love Me over and over again, like on like a giant loudspeaker. All right. So after my Jeep tour, I will go grab a bite to eat um, in the middle of the day, whatever you call that. Two o'clock to four o'clock PM, I will go do an ATV quad tour. That's two hundred and twelve dollars. But this excursion offers an exciting and fun way to discover the main island of Bora Bora. Ride your ATV on the Circle Island Road from Vietepe to Mantaria. Then go off road, discover the flora and fauna of the island, and on the way home or on the way to some breathtaking points of view. So after that, though, I feel like I know I'm a little bit later than usual, but I still wanted to hit up uh, the spa. So I would go get my massage from five <laughs> to six thirty that day. After my massage, I go hit up dinner and then at eight thirty to nine thirty. Oh, I'm be soaking in the plunge pool. <laughs> 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 and then 10 o'clock PM, I would go to sleep. So then Friday I would wake up at so eight. What day is this now we're on Friday? I'm almost done. out of what? What would you start on Sunday? 
Um, Friday, I would wake up at 8, 9.30, or 8.30 to 9.30. I'll have my morning food. Or 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., I would actually go on the Luna Sea Fishing Experience. Um, Are you going to be doing any fishing on your trip, Trav? No. Why not? Because I think fishing's boring. (laughs) But here's the cool thing about this trip. Um, It's $1,385, but I... I think I get night. I think I get lunch on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> so I know there was a lot of things that I was looking at and it's like what do you get? No snacks. <laughs> no, correction, you only get lunch if you catch some oh, fish. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. But it says allow one of the best local fishermen of Bora Bora to take you on a fishing trip in the lagoon uh, or out to the deep sea where they will share with you their Polynesian fishing techniques. Types of game fish include Pacific blue marlin, which I would be excited about. Mahi mahi, wahoo, apparently it's type of fish, <laughs> skipjack <laughs> tuna, yellowfin tuna, trevally, jacks, and What about barracuda. bumblebee tuna? <laughs> nope, no bumblebee tuna. This is the fresh bumblebee stuff. Bumblebee tuna. Remember? Also Bumble found, but not as common, black marlin, striped marlin, sailfish, short bill, spearfish, and big eye tuna. Um, but I was pers- I was excited about the blue marlin because isn't the blue marlin the type of fish that in the old man in the sea he catches and it takes him like three days to reel it in? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I I like that book, Blue Marlin. Good for you. It was a good one. Um, it is a pretty big fish, I think. Yeah. It's kind of like a swordfish. If you haven't read The Old Man in the Sea, read The Old Man in the Sea, Trav and Alan. I've read it. I just don't remember it. It was like, I hated most books that were assigned to me at school, but that one's one I actually liked. Um, After my Luna sea fishing experience, I would hit up, I'd kind of be in the mood because I'd already have learned about how to fish for some fish. So I'd want to do something more exciting that I'd learn about stuff too. So I would do a private naturalist experience uh, where everything you've ever wanted to know about Bora Bora marine life, you'll discover with our, with our marine biologist in our lagoon sanctuary or thriving underwater reef ecosystem. The private tour is designed to experience the lagoon sanctuary and the reef surrounding it to understand, touch here, and see all the marine life inside. That's $231. After which I would hit up dinner from 7 to 8.30. You can't just say he's going on it he literally has to read the description <laughs> of every single thing that he's doing. from 8 30 to 10 um i would hit up the spa and i would get my massage because i would almost have missed it for the day and then at 10 30 p.m after my massage i would just go to sleep on saturday i would wake up at 8 30 uh then i go get my food in the morning and then at 10 to 4 i would do the thing that alan's been waiting for this whole time which is the ray and shark snorkeling safari uh, it's only $231. I thought this might have been the best bargain on the uh, cart this time um, as it's six hours of experience. And not only do you get to dive with the rays and the sharks, but uh, it includes a barbecue. So I'm, <laughs> lunch is included. Uh, experience the thrill of watching the black tip reef sharks and hand feed the majestic stingrays board a motorized outrigger canoe and depart for a memorable experience on the Blue Lagoon on the semi-private snorkel safari so that would be exciting um but if that's not exciting enough for you after i'm done with that from 4 30 i'd run over and i'd hit up my skydiving um experience where i would go skydiving from 4 30 to 5 30 that's 1191 dollars. i think we all know what skydiving is so i won't read the description after which i'll probably be hungry <laughs> 
I'll probably be hungry, so I'll go get my dinner at eight o'clock or six to seven thirty. Eight o'clock to nine thirty. Uh, once again, I would almost have forgotten to get my massage, so I would go to the spa, <laughs> get my massage, and then I'd be. <laughs> You're gonna be so like dehydrated <laughs> from all the massaging. <laughs> I will definitely drink lots of water. Um, <laughs> massages give you make you dehydrated. Yeah, because yeah. it like breaks up the lactic acid and stuff within your system, and you have to drink a lot of water to keep flushing oh, really? it out and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I have never gotten a massage in my life. Oh, that's sad. Like a professional massage. Well, you should get one sometime. Maybe for Christmas if that's what you want. <laughs> Ask. Uh, there's other things I would want more. Santa. All right. 10 p.m. I would go to sleep. <laughs> Sunday. I would have to wake up at 8 o'clock, 8.30 to 9.30. I would get food in my belly. 9.30 to 11, I want to hurry and hit this up. Uh, I want to go catch my kite surf lessons. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's been there for a year. I got kite surf lessons today. Uh, it's $392 for a two-hour session. Um, but I would get a private teacher that would teach me how to kite surf. But then after that, I'd have to run back to my room and hurry and pack all my stuff and check out of the hotel. Uh, by 1230, I would have to get on the road so I could get back to the airport as my flight from Bora Bora to Papatiti, Tahiti <laughs> is for at 240. Uh, I will get there at 330. I'll have a layover from 330 to 1159 PM. So that's another long layover, but then 1159 PM hop on another plane and I will fly back to Los Angeles arriving there at 1010 AM, uh, on Monday, Monday at 1010 AM to 445. I'll be over laid over in Los Angeles at 445. I'll jump on a plane back to Salt Lake city, arrive home at 745, get another Uber and at about eight o'clock and be home by 830 and go to bed. All right. So just in case uh, you've just been fast forwarding up till this point, <laughs> Danny's going to go to Bora Bora. He's going to eat food. He's going to plunge in a pool. He's going to do a bunch of fun stuff. And he's going to go gonna get tons of massages, <laughs> a man's facial. Um, basically. So last we saw Travis was, he was at, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Intercontinental Bora Bora Le Moana Resort. Last we saw Travis. <laughs> uh, in his King Lagoon View Beach bungalow. Um, but after three days there, I'm going to be taking, uh, taking a little trip over to my next hotel. Kind of want to be get a little diversity going, so I'm going to be staying at the uh, uh, Le Tahaz Island Resort and Spa, where I'm going to be in a... Uh, uh, overwater suite, which includes a spa and breakfast package. That's where also I'm going to be getting a bunch of canoes coming Ooh. to me in the morning, giving me so success. every morning you're going to get the hells yeah the breakfast. I ain't going nowhere. Canoe, you're going to bring breakfast. me my food. Okay, <laughs> well played, Trav. Well played. <laughs> but uh, let's see. So it's so basically this resort is a world of its own. It's set on a beautiful Motu Tau uh, Tau, a private islet looking onto the lush shores of Tahaz on one side of the majestic silhouette of Bora Bora. Um, let's see. Basically, you know, from there, uh, you pretty much named all of the things that I was going to be doing because I think you named pretty much everything that is available <laughs> to do. On, on the, the on the island, so um, yeah, I did things like uh, lagoon experience, which is where you go and uh, you know swim with the sharks and the stingrays. Do you get a barbecue with yours? I, you know what, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
I get to go snorkeling, relax on a beach, sip complimentary drinks aboard the boat. Uh, yeah, I don't know. In this one, like, I can do whatever I want. Like, they, they kind of give you, like, the free range to tailor. Like, just tell, tell the guy, this is what I want to go do. This is what I want to go do. So it's kind of yeah. like a cruise. Anyway, um, underwater scooter, you mentioned that. Uh-huh. Um, it's kind of like, like basically the under, submarine. yeah, it's like a little submarine. So, like, you can go underwater. But like your body's underwater, but your head's in this bubble, and it's kind of propelled. Oh, um, you're like holding on to yeah. the motorized yeah. whatever thing. Yeah. Um, also, I uh, wanted to do the the off roads adventure uh, inside and around Bora Bora. So that's doing the ATVs where you get to go and just kind of see all the sides go in through the the little jungle that they have there and and stuff. Uh, and yeah, various other things I wanted to go on that I do not want to go skydiving. Not something well, for me. I know you don't. You hate heights. But I do hate them. I've never gone skydiving, but I would like to experience it. But I've I've done the uh, the parasailing in Mexico. <laughs> so, but anyway, so because on this thing they said the skydiving, all you need to do is a quick fifteen minute. Um, well, yeah, they strap you to somebody, but still, you're jumping out of a plane, oh, ten thousand feet. Yeah, in the air I, they didn't more. say they would strap me to somebody. Yeah, they just you're said fifteen stra- minute like. You're going to be strapped to somebody. And then just go. No, you're going to be strapped to somebody. They're not, (laughs) never jumped out of an airplane before? Okay. (laughs) Just push out. No, you learn for 15 minutes. 15 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. So as far. The only thing. Oh, did you have more? No, that was it. I was just going to get to the. uh, What was the the second hotel that you were staying in? It was. Did you have two hotels? Yeah. Did you mention both? I did. Oh, Sorry. It was the, uh, goodness gracious. Why do you make me go back and do this? Trav's not used it to was several pages the, yeah, of notes. Three nights stay at Le Tahaz Island Resort and Spa. Oh, the other one yeah. was the Intercontinental Bora Bora Le Moana Resort. On the beach. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So but it's going right. from the beach to right on the water. So, yeah, there was a whole bunch of activities that I wanted to be able Wait, to Trav, do. Wait, did you, Trav, did you have one of the stargazing things? I didn't write it down, but like I said, I feel like I could just go outside and look in the sky. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. And well, <laughs> I would be doing that exact thing from my plunge pool sometimes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the only thing I was unable to book into my trip uh, that I also wanted to do was snooka, which is apparently a combination between snorkeling and scuba diving. Um, but that was the thing that had a Take a cut. <laughs> what? Picatus, take a cut. <laughs> that is the thing that Picatus, take a cut. <laughs> is that, is that some say. of the local language of Bora Bora? <laughs> Try to say that's the thing that I <laughs> had to like catastrophically be cut from my. so all right we got to end this but uh we told you that we'd tell you now i can tell you with everything that he's done he's got it's way more pricier than mine um but uh what is your so uh, in the fashion of the showcase showdown how much is your package trev so see this is the thing so i i priced out everything actually individually um, which came to $8,486.50. But then... That's it? Yeah. But then I found a package deal. Um, 
that was four thousand three hundred fifty that actually included all those hotels with the lagoon cruise, picnic lunch, four uh, the four by four Jeep Safari and jet ski excursion. So for so all of that for the four thousand three hundred fifty. So I figured I'd take that and then I just add whatever else I wanted to at the end. So it actually probably come out less than eight thousand four hundred sixty eighty six bucks. Mm-hmm. But uh, oh, well done, Trev. I'm also about bargain. I mean, I know it's my dream vacation, but you know, I want to be frugal too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I tried looking for bargains. I did upgrade my part hotel of, room. Part of a dream vacation is getting it for the right price. Yeah, you know. I did upgrade my hotel room, but so for the cost of the flight plus the hotel and fees, um, because there's like a $231 a night resort fee uh, that I needed to pay, but the total for that is $30,861.23. Yeah. Then I figured each meal would cost me an average of about $100 a meal. That means I probably got like a drink or something too. $100 um, a meal? So 15 meals while I'm there that are not included as part of my excursions. Um, so that'd be $1,500. I had 14 activities I'd be taking place uh Partaking in, I guess. For somebody who, remember what he said at the very beginning? I just want to go somewhere where I don't have to worry about anything and just get some R&R. Like, he has got something every single minute. (laughs) He's not going to be resting and relaxing at all because he's going to be so tense and worried about getting to his next scheduled excursion. (laughs) So, all my 14 activities combined cost $9,140. I did have to uh, change this because everything is priced in XFP, which is like their currency in Bora Bora. You can change it though. But I just Googled it and I just did the um, the currency exchange rate. And so these are the American dollar prices that this would all come out to. Uh, spa treatments, five massages and one facial would come out to $1,414. And then I added some miscellaneous expenses for food while I'm traveling, uh, tipping, transportation to and from airports and souvenirs, et cetera, for $2,000. So my total price for this package is $44,915.23. Mine is less than $10,000. So So which trip would you guys like to do? Uh, Let us know. Same thing. And Alan, (laughs) what would you pick? Although I did enjoy that you had the stargazing, Travis made a good point that you could just go out and do that whenever. For free. (laughs) For free. (laughs) But it's it's better when you pay $600 to do it. Like this, this is a genius business model. We'll make them pay six hundred bucks to look up in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> and that is true. I might have to replace that stargazing with snooka. With snooka. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I would. I would. So I'm based on price. I have to go with Travis's. Um, based on love, and if like you fun. had not, if you had not cut the snooker, I would have gone with yours. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's like dang it! Should I knew I should have I I had the snooker. But all right, that was uh, surprisingly. Actually, I didn't know that we could fill any enough time with our. our well, you know what? But. I think I've come to realize that any time that you are talking. And have something written, uh, or at least seven pages written out. <laughs> Anytime, I don't know. Like, we will fill the time because if you have something down on paper, you cannot skip it. First <laughs> of all, it's not even three pages. 
Okay, but that felt like seven pages. <laughs> and it's like page Super per like, it's not even full lines. It's just No, like, but you have every minute. I think you should have... <laughs> I... <laughs> Every minute, I don't know why I don't learn. Like when I tell you, like, yeah, let's just like write out an itinerary. I'm thinking like, this is where I'm staying. This is what I'm doing. Danny's got li- like he takes it literal to like minute by minute. At uh, seven thirty p.m., I'm gonna be taking a piss. <laughs> <laughs> Based on how much I've had to drink prior to this, may take you know roughly one minute to one minute thirty six seconds. <laughs> So, <laughs> but due to all the massages and dehydration, oh, I don't yeah, plan be, on pissing very often. <laughs> it's going to be forcing a lot of that liquid out. So, See? And, so it's like more efficient that way. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, you know, tell us what your dream vacation would be. Obviously, we didn't get very diverse here. We both picked Bora Bora, but it, like I said, it is the place so nice they named it twice. Um, look, if you've never even like looked at them before, seriously, like one of my main things is I just wanted to go out and be in a hotel room out on the freaking ocean. Yeah, I thought that was In awesome clear too. waters where I could get up, walk out on the deck, and just jump in clear blue ocean waters. Yeah, and it's so, like warm water. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I agree. Apparently, it was so nice that we both chose it. We did it twice. So, um, And then Alan would pick space. So, so you can either be in the warm tropical waters of Bora Bora or in the cold, frigid, I would say air, but there is no air. Vacuum of space. So yeah, visit oh. our website. There's oh, no air if you're scuba diving. It's <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> well, there isn't with that with the helmet thing. <laughs> so visit our website, QCodePodcast.com, or visit us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at QCodePodcast, and let us know what your um, dream vacation would be. Tell us what you'd like to do, um, and uh, you know. We will definitely take a look at it. Maybe we'll do another one of these to where we'll try and pick something different this time. Um, but yeah, thanks everybody for listening. Um, of course, we'd uh, appreciate it if you give us, if you enjoy this, uh, rate us five stars, give us some comments there. And uh, yeah, so thanks again, and we will see you next week.